This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, June the 17th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm your guy, Friday, Eric Cedarstrom, sitting in here. They let me do this on Friday. And the show's brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Legal waffle, constitutional tender, gold and silver. You can have some for your very own. Call 1-800-951-0592. You can also head out on the World Wide Web, the information superhighway, the Internet, at allamericangold.com. I don't think you need to put www in anymore. And you can check out what's really going on. You can get the news, and you can check pricing, and you can stay financially lucid and hypothesize a future for you and your family, and take the proper steps to put things away that are real and tangible. It's a great day to be alive. We're broadcasting live from the Deer Valley Studios in a nice, cool Phoenix, Arizona, expecting a high of 163 degrees today. When people from Phoenix die and go to hell, they write home for blankets. I'm joined with nephew, vice president, the guy who runs this show, now the president, Joe Jaquin. That's him laughing over there. <laughs> it, uh, it is amazing. Uh, 9.07 in the Valley of the Sun, if you're uh, keeping track at home. i got to tell you that, you know, grew up here. This is something that we dealt with. When you moved to Arizona, you expect it to be warm in June, July, August, September, October, and now it runs through November and half of December, and finally it cools down a little bit. But uh, now they have emergency warnings. They have heat warnings. Heat warnings. Did you see the sign when you were coming in and said, Welcome to Arizona? Now, I know you're a victim here. And a matter of fact, if you're out in the sun and something happens to you and you fall over, you have two choices. You can sue God or Disneyland. You see, Disney... And, you know, it's amazing. In the last week since I've been on, we had a kid fall into a gorilla pen, and they had to kill the gorilla. Now we had a kid wandering around at night, mind you, in an alligator-infested pond. His parents apparently, well, they're from Nebraska, so we'll give them a break, oblivious to the possibilities of, of the problem. And it is a tragedy. Don't, don't get me wrong. But, of course, you know the lawsuits will be coming. It's all Disney's fault. I'm, I'm blaming the economy. And Even the animals have had enough. Now they've killed five alligators trying to find the right one. They killed the gorilla. I, you know, it's the parents' fault. I mean, it is amazing. If you go to Florida, now, see, so you came to Arizona. If you die of heat prostration as you're out hiking. You're now, hiking Camelback <laughs> Mountain, but you decided you don't need any water. Right, and it's only, high's only be about 117. You know, it's not bad. It's somewhere... Let me tell you something. Okay, if you're, like, listening in Colorado and you've got your window down okay, and you're driving along this morning and it's a nice day or, you know, wherever you're at, if you want to know what it's like to do that in Arizona, when you get home, turn your... <laughs> <laughs> turn the oven on as high as it will go. No, I think what's better... Open it up and you know, stick your head in there. I, or just take a blow dryer. <laughs> and just, that's what it's like. You stick your head out the window of the car today. Only people with the window down, that means their air conditioner is broke. You need water. And actually, you really don't need water. I, I'm I'm against all that, too, you know. Because now everybody has water. 
once again, I just want to remind everybody that Eric is not a medical doctor. No. <laughs> okay, so please, you know, take that with... 40 years ago, in high school, you didn't get water breaks. I mean, we played football in full contact pads at 112 degrees. There was no heat warning days. And then if you weren't doing what the coach wanted, he goes, you guys suck, you're not getting any water. <laughs> that was all normal. That was... Okay? That was Listen, nowadays, see, now, when I grew up, you got water, but when you were screwing up, you had to run. Yeah, well, we had to do that. Too. Today, no, no, that's not... That's not copacetic anymore either. They're not allowed to run. Well, you can't use running. Coaches that use running as punishment are now considered obsolete. Wow. Well, I want uh, some of my knees back then. So maybe I, <laughs> see, I can sue the high school. But, yeah, this was all normal. Now, nobody walked around with water. Nobody. Matter of fact, when they invented bottled water, most people said, well, why? It comes right out of the <laughs> You just go right here, here's your water, you know. Nobody, you didn't need to drink eight or ten glasses a day. Nobody had water. Nobody. I'm going to tell you something hilarious. You may not know this. You know that Nestle, they make bottled water. You know they're making a bottled water plant here? Wow. In oh, Phoenix. Which we have no water. Right. We don't have any water as it is. And the water that comes out of the tap here in Arizona doesn't taste the greatest, but apparently you now can bottle water here. That's not true. I have a water well at my home. Long story, but I have a well. It's 800 feet down. Now, we have a ranch up in Washington that has a water well. It's 8 feet down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally, you can take a shovel at about 3 feet you hit water. But eight, I'm not joking. You people in ranchers are listening. It's a true story. 800 feet down. We hit water at like 675, and they just went down another 100 feet. Um, we set the well at 750, the pump, and it went out. <laughs> now, I have there's been a crane in my backyard, you know, one of those water well things. they got to pull all the pipe out to get to the water well pump. What's amazing, though, is in today's day and age of cordless everything, they haven't invented a cordless water well pump. Because the thing looks like a bullet. I mean, like a huge howitzer bullet. I don't know. It's three feet long, and it's about... Man, I wish you would have called a couple just to see it. It's pretty neat. But next to it is 800 feet of extension cord. <laughs> right. It has to be wired. I mean, so, you know, when they pull that out, all the wire comes out. So when I got home last night, I'm like, oh, this is nice. You know, it's only 109, no water. And, and uh, I looked, and I go, oh, my God. This uh, this mountain of electrical wire that's sitting next to it that comes out of the hole with it. But I want to give kudos to Beeman Brothers Wells. And Dusty Beeman, great kid. He's always serviced the well for me. He's always done everything he said he was going to do. He's amazing, amazing company. Beeman Brothers Wells. Patriot Radio News Hour. Cheers from Joe Jake. When I'm your guy Friday, we'll be back after these messages. Old Dan and I with throats burned dry and souls that cry for water. Clear water. I don't know who that is, Ramon. It's either Marty Robbins or uh, Dolan Ellis. You are correct, Marty Robbins. Marty Robbins. Marty Robbins. There you go. How about that? So you got more worthless knowledge I up in that. <laughs> Water, yeah, water wars have started. He used to have a guy, Dolan Ellis. He's awesome. He had 
uh, smash hit out here here in Arizona. Who's going to watch the truck stop in Tuba City? One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We were talking about the uh, well, the strange world we live in. Of course, the a lot of people are now attributing the crazy things we're seeing to the full moon meeting the summer solstice. I saw that. Today. That was a rare. Is that anomaly. today or was that yesterday? I, don't, I wasn't full last night. I was out there with water pumping. I actually ran a hose from two doors down uh, from Randy. My oh, neighbor. Randy's. And and I literally I, I had nine hundred feet of hose. I was going to say that's a lot of hose. And we filled up our underground water tank, so just ran most of the day. And I went over. And I go, this is working pretty good, Randy. Can I have an extension cord? <laughs> Plug it in, and then I'll buy an electric car, and I'll be off the grid. <laughs> Just put it to Randy's house. Joe said during the break that Disney made the fatal error and put up "Beware of Alligator" signs after. After, and now you know that uh, if you do that, if you if you have "Beware of Dog" signs on your property, and uh, this was a legal opinion I read somewhere down the road. The more you once again, I'd like to remind everybody: Eric is not a lawyer, right? And or a medical professional. But if your pit bull leaps a nine-foot fence and wipes out, you know, seven kids in the neighborhood, and if you had that sign up that said, beware of dog, that is an admission of guilt. <laughs> that you, you do. Knew, right. You knew you had a mean dog. So, But your mileage may very consult your attorney before actually taking down the sign. So if you ever thought you were old, you people that are my age, and you think you're getting old, but you're not sure, because I feel good. You know, I can ride. I ride a mountain bike in the heat 10 miles like it's nothing. I couldn't do that 20 years ago. But, of course, I didn't have the time available to do it 20 years ago. I was here all day. I was just going to say, I don't have the time. Right. But if you think you're old, you might be right. Apparently, Meatloaf collapsed on the stage. <laughs> Down goes Meatloaf! I hope he's all right, because, I mean, come on, you know. I'm going to say this. Meatloaf, I, I personally enjoyed... Excellent. Excellent. Enjoyed him. Excellent artist. Right? You know, excellent artist. So. Hey, Mom! Can we get some meatloaf? <laughs> I don't know what she's doing up there. But anyway, meatloaf collapsed. I'm like, well, I wonder what happened to him. And I read the articles in Canada. He was on stage. I hope he's okay, honest to God. Uh, but he's 68 years old. <laughs> if meatloaf is 68, how am I? <laughs> you better know you're getting old. <laughs> so we wish him a speedy recovery. I hope he's all right. So. So, he had some greens. <laughs> Paradise by the dashboard Lord light. Life, it's got to be, the... be a winner, man. <laughs> <laughs> That'll have to be a cult thing, you know. You don't know what's going to happen 500 years from now. <laughs> you know, you could, be, you, could have, uh, you could have a meatloaf hologram. Right. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, that guy was never in good shape. He never, never looked good. Right. He's 68 years old. There's hope for all of us. So, ah, 1-800-951-0519. You never know what you're going to hear here on Friday. Let me come in and do this. The uh, the jobs picture doesn't look too good out there, does it? What horrible data that was. And you got to remember, when they put out data, they don't know. You know, they go, well, what do you want? You want it good? You want it bad? That's they what I know. said. They do know. We live in an era now with computers and all of this. You could get the real-time data. Yeah, you could, but you know, but they don't want to. But it, it all depends on who's looking at it, you know. So if you have, you know, a bunch of uh, wannabes, political wannabes that are working in some 
think tank or wherever they comprise this data somewhere in D.C., and they all got liberal arts degrees. Oh, yes, here's what this is. You know, they can put it out any way they want, but they never put it out until, obviously, it goes to somebody. But this time of year, nobody's working. They're like, well, what do we do? Should we seasonally adjust it? Or we can't get a hold of anybody. They're all in Jackson Hole. <laughs> so they put it out. It wasn't very good either. So Arizona lost 19,400 jobs in May, according to the data. College and public school workers led the heavy loss of jobs in Arizona that also pushed up the state's unemployment rate. Overall, Arizona lost 19,400 net jobs, far more than the usual seasonal drop in education since the recession. Now, oh, that's right. The government, teachers are government employees. Right. They get, they usually get the whole summer off. You know, the the liberals have actually screwed themselves with the, now the year-round school, and I don't know, they get, they only get, how long do your kids get off? Two months, maybe? Yeah, they, they well, they were off here uh, the last, last week of May, so they got out uh, like May 23rd, May 24th, and they go back uh, right around the middle of August. So, yeah. It's so, well, two and a bad. half months. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. So, but, uh, said May, they said Arizona's disappointing showing is part of the nation's weak performance in May when only 38,000 jobs were in. How's the, that even possible? I'm, I'm going to tell you the, the story about the this number, why it's so bad. The teachers were still working in May. Oh, good point. This is why the, so, this is why this number's really not very good. Ah. Yeah, I like that. You're right. So that would be the point that you're making, that now they are. Listen, I've told that, and i told everyone for for months, jobs is the lagging indicator. That's the worst thing to look at, to determine whether or not the economy is going well. What you needed to be looking at was stuff like temporary workers and all of those things, which were declining and declining and declining. It was just a matter of time before the the jobs thing caught up and then you know you see all the federal reserve guys now one of the the big permable bullard this morning i don't know if people saw that where he just said you know what ah, forget it we missed this whole thing we don't know what's happening the economy's not going to do anything we only need one more rate hike for the next three years well think about it yeah he said one more rate hike by 2018 <laughs> and what would that be a quarter point or? right that's I'm going to tell you where the rates are going to be in 2018. But there's no growth. I mean, negative. How can they have a rate rate hike, right, with everything going negative? And I don't understand the negative rates. I mean, really, is this what the world's come down to? That you're like, well, I'm out of ideas. I'm a financial planner, or I manage pension funds in Tokyo or Brussels or wherever the heck you're at, and this is the only thing I can come up with. I'm actually just going to loan the government money, and it's going to cost me to do it, but the losses will be smaller than if I put it in the stock market. I mean, that's pretty much the... Tell me the argument against that. That's all they got? And if I put it in a bank and I wake up one morning and all the banks go under, it's only insured here in, in the States for two hundred fifty grand. So, you know, I mean, if you're managing hundreds of millions of dollars of endowment money from UCLA, this is what you come up with. I mean, it is amazing, isn't it? I don't get it. Just because... People that we consider to be extremely intelligent decide to do something that you know makes no sense. Do we somehow want to believe that? Well, they're they're really smart, so right, they know what they're right. Doing. They they know what they're doing, even though you know it makes no sense. And this is what we have happening. When I opened this company, and I was a young man, and I'd work with people, and you you people have educated me and 
And, you know, a lot of these old-timers would say, well, Eric, I'm buying, I always ask you, how come you're buying gold? And they go, well, I'm not so much interested in a return on my investment as I am as a return of my investment. You know, in other words, I just want to hang on to what I've worked for. So now that defeats the whole purpose, going, well, so now they're going, all right, I'm more important, and I don't really necessarily want all my money back, but I need most of it. Right. As long as you can give me most of it back, I'll be okay with it. Right. That's you think about what are you, and I, I'm amazed when you look at these the pension funds, these people with these annuities. You know what those were based upon, right? These insurance companies selling all these annuities. That was back when the Fed funds rate was 5 and 6%, and you could buy a 10-year note and get 8 or 9% return. And it was pretty easy. Well, we can guarantee you that return. Right. Now you buy a 10-year note, and, and it's going to cost them money. I don't get it. I mean, how anybody could even touch it, but it's the best thing ever for government. But again, we're just coming. This is the... The logical, someone wrote an article about how we're repeating the Great Depression again, but in the Great Depression, let me remind you, the money was gold and silver everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, that's what we traded in here. You had silver coinage as change in gold, 20s, 10s, 5s. That was the money in the Great Depression. So it had incredible buying power, so you didn't need any interest rates on it. So now they're going, oh, they're repeating. Well, no, we've got fiat money. This has never happened. They do. This has never happened in the history of any financial system. Nobody really knows the dynamics of, of where we're heading, but obviously we've come to the end. I mean, if you look, the average car loan is 84 months. All right, now they're starting to talk about 40-year mortgages. Because you have to have inflation. You have to be able to have growth and be able to hold the price together of all these items so it doesn't collapse, so you don't get, well, the opposite of inflation, which we've already been through that, deflation, and that sucks. You know, and that's never happened again with fiat money ever. These are all new paradigms, ladies and gentlemen. So here they've got 84-month car loans at, you know, 2 and 3%, maybe some even at zero. That'll be coming next, 0%. You've got uh, mortgage rates that are at 3, and they can't raise rates because the price of houses are ridiculous compared to what people are making. <laughs> they can't raise they rates. They can't do it. They can't do it. So, and, and you know... Europe, which is already ahead of us by, you know, a few hundred years, has uh, already realized that, so they've gone negative. So you've got, you know, no finance charges on anything. Now, where does this leave the banks? Well, the banks make money if you're dumb enough to do a credit card or a, or any type of other loan. It's so. amazing to think about the stupid... They're bankers. The whole thing of banking was predicated upon, we make money when we loan the money and we collect the interest. Now you're telling me the banks are going to loan money and then get charged for it? It's crazy, isn't it? And then, of course, you know that most of their business models have been just to go to the Fed window, borrow money, and then loan it back to them. I mean, isn't that ridiculous? That's a, that was actually the plan they put together, and we used to track the Fed window and how much was borrowed. And speaking of annuities, you know, there was an insurance company standing in 08 that could pay a single... Not a one. Not, pay not a, a one. Pay a single nickel on it, and on it or pay off one single bad mortgage. All right, but you know, the problem... Even the insurance company for the insurance company for the insurance company behind the annuity, none of them had any money. So they've just extended and pretended. And, you know, I listened to you yesterday, and you're right. None of this is fixed. Citigroup just came out with a big reference now, and I... 
you know, and I've been talking about the Great Depression. They said this is the Weimar Republic all over again, which was, you know, Germany, their central bankers, they were the smartest people of their time, and they didn't think that inflation and the money supply had anything to do with each other. And we've got the same thing playing out right here in real time. And this time, though, it's all of these central banks, the world central bankers doing it all. When you think about the Bank of Japan owns the entire stock market and bond market, come on. Crazy, isn't it? Well, look at where we're at. I mean... Here in America, we're just witnessing decline, and, and there's no growth, obviously, and there's nothing, nothing they can do. And there's nothing they can do, and they get more and more desperate. I don't see... And every day it gets more absurd. It really does. So it just gets more absurd listening to the Fed comments. And well, listen to what happened yesterday, right? Gold's $1,315, and Brexit, and the, uh, the U.K.'s leaving the EU, and then uh, one a brand-new person just elected to Parliament last year gets killed, right? And all of like, oh, they're not going to be, now we're not going to get Brexit, right? We're not, not going to leave now, and all this stuff, and it all had to do with, believe it or not, had nothing to do with, after the fact we find out, it had nothing to do with Brexit at all. She was a big pushing for more Syrian refugees well, coming that, to, to the U.K. That's just a cover story, right? Man. They, they knew the markets were getting out of hand. Gold and crested. They need to orchestrate an event. There's no doubt about it. Well, sure. They just turn on the plunge protection team, make a story, any story. They go, any story. Well, that story's not going to fly. Ah, they'll believe it. <laughs> and everybody forget about it by tomorrow. Right. Anyway. Let's get Mikey. He'll right. believe anything. So they do it. See, Disneyland. I wonder if they have alligators in Shanghai. <laughs> they just opened right there. Yeah. Said, they just opened yesterday or something. Some multi-billion dollar park. You think... Chinese buy Chinese Buicks and drive their kids to Disneyland. Do you think that'll make the lines at Disney a whole lot less? Yeah, they don't come here. Here, because they won't have to come here. I mean, isn't that crazy? Chinese people driving Buicks to Disneyland in, in a communist country. And we're calling it prosperity. They're living the American dream a hundred years later. Patriot Radio News Hour, the blind leads the stupid. It is Friday, and you never know what you're going to hear. Stay with us. He was backwards. backwards. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. It's 9.33 in the Valley of the Sun. Thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy lives to allow us into them. He almost had the perfect car wreck in New Jersey today. Yeah, there is such a thing. A deli meat truck collided with a bread truck. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's planning that bit. <laughs> That's one If you would have thrown a cheese truck in there, you got it. So you got bread, you know, and you got now if you could get like uh, maybe a skidding stop for a uh, carnation milk truck, <laughs> a best food mayo flip over, and then miracle whip, and then finally a slide in hostess. <laughs> Your lunch would be complete. You have a big pile up there. Nobody'd get anything done. So I thought that was pretty funny. That did happen. Huh? Deli meat and a bread truck. That's uh, you think you've seen everything. One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. We're talking about uh, all the socioeconomic destruction of America. The things that don't make any sense. The the world. You know, we live in a global society, and how they, oh, uh, how they uh, took 
took this to the American public about how we were a rising tide's going to lift all boats and everything's going to be great. Globalism is the best thing ever, and now you're witnessing Britain may want to kind of get out of the globalism thing. You've got European interest rates going negative, and here in America trying to tell us that things are so good that we had to raise them, and now they're like, well, maybe things are not that good. And, of course, are we you know, repeating the Great Depression again? Ultimately, will we see the Weimar Republic? Joe talks about that. And, you know, in the Weimar Republic, if you don't really understand what printing money does and hyperinflation, and we've had it here in the, this country with the Continental Congress where they actually took the printing presses out in the street and smashed them. The public rioted, grabbed them, and smashed them. So they just stopped make printing money. And we've seen it in Zimbabwe, and it, and it surfaces now and then, but... They used to say, uh, well, in the third world countries, you know, when you had hyperinflation in Argentina, that uh, you took a bus when you traveled because with a bus you paid when you got in, and in a cab you paid when you got out, and it cost twice as much. You know, the money. Right by the time you got by to where you, you were got going, to where you were going, the money had lost that much purchasing power. We all know the stories of wheelbarrows full of money, and they. Uh, the people would dump the money out and steal the wheelbarrow. And need I remind everybody, the the smartest people during the Weimar Republic were the ones that had decided that the best thing to do was to print all this money. Well, sure, they were the policymakers. Right, right. And people decide, well, they, oh, well, they must know what they're doing. And we've got the same thing happening again. We know... When you look at things with common sense, that this is a recipe for disaster. It is going to bankrupt all of us. But just because this person, well, you know, they must know what they're talking about because, you know, look at, you know, they're, they went to Harvard and they went to Yale and half of them wrote the textbooks that we learned all this economics about anyway. Well, those are the real smart guys that used to sell the mortgages to uh, Norway. You know, now that's the Iceland, right? Iceland. I mean, that's what they did. So, you remember those days? Nobody will buy those now. <laughs> hey, would you like to invest in a nice mortgage pool in Chicago? Uh, no. no. <laughs> so yesterday they waved the magic wand. I was talking about. Well, oh, yeah, Shanghai's got Disneyland, and they make Buicks. So you know, the whole idea of globalism was. Well, either they were all going to buy brand-new cars and brand-new homes, or we were all going to be in rice paddies and living in cardboard. I haven't quite figured out which way it's going yet, but... Uh, I don't like that analogy. Yeah, well, it sure seems, you know, you can't raise, you, you can't raise this, you can't merge uh, two societies, one that's collapsed and one that's collapsing, <laughs> you know, end up... <laughs> so it's just crazy. It's like when Kmart and Sears came together. It didn't make it a better retailer. No. Right? It just didn't work. doesn't work out. So well, that's kind of where we're at today. Then you got half the West is on fire again. You know, right. Tomorrow it's going to be a million degrees. Yeah, I know. I and mean, what? Burning. California's got fires out of control. we got a couple of them here in the state. And they never they say they're, all they say now is they were man, man-made fires. But do you think it's terrorism? Isn't that terrorism? Wouldn't you think? Think of the money it cost them and the people that it uproots and, you know, everybody's moved out of their you know, their homes, get evacuated. I mean, it's like an act of terrorism, if you ask me. But You know when you buy building insurance, if you have commercial building? And I don't know if it is. I apologize because I don't see the one at our house, but I own the building here. And uh, you have a – my policy is like an extra – 
uh, $30 a month if I opt in for terrorism insurance. I don't really know what it means. You know, I'm cheap. I'm like, I'm not paying. I'm not paying. <laughs> Let me answer. tell you right now, I think you're saving yourself 30 bucks. Yeah. But because I'm going to tell you right now that you don't know what's in it. Right? Oh, it sounds like I'm going to be covered. You pay the 30 bucks, and next thing you know, it was a terrorist event. Well, not quite. What? Well, what is it? Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure the insurance companies it's now. Just, just like that nightclub in Orlando. We got terrorism insurance. Well, we're going to call it a hate crime instead. Yeah, there you go. Right? So, I mean, is it terrorism if somebody drives by and breaks a window? I don't know. Was that a terrorist attack? That's kind of like the bullying thing now. I right? don't know what, what... Everything's bullying. What? Yeah, what? Bullying. Bullying. Bullying is what kept everybody in line. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> It really was. It's what prepared you. We all had the kid in the neighborhood that if he got a hold of you, you were going to get beat up. So you learned how to not go around. Right. <laughs> you took the long way around. Didn't want to lick... You didn't want a belly full of white dog poo. Right. So that's, you know... That's, and now bullying. Yeah, well, I got news for you. Yeah. But again, I guess this generation, they can't be put up with all these things. You know, the millennials believe that everything can be solved with, with kumbaya. They Namaste. Really, they really right. do. They do. Everything is fine. Can't we all just get along? No, we can't. <laughs> I, I, maybe they can. I don't know. You know, maybe they'll fix it. Look what they did yesterday. They fixed the financial markets literally in seven seconds. Every, you can just watch everything go... Whoosh! And I just, I mean, you're not like I. I went to the bathroom and came back. I mean, it couldn't have been a minute or two, and everything went the other. The Dow was down 170. Gold was up 30. By the time I I got back, gold was down 20, and the Dow was up 170. So now I can tell you one thing, though. I don't think you're ever going to be able to get into a uh, is it LGBT? I don't know. LBGT. LBGT. That Q. So you got to go to the meeting. That, I think there's a Q now. That term just showed up out of the blue. You know, I'm like, what does that mean? I saw that. You know, I'm like, I thought it was a refrigerator or something. You know, <laughs> but but so I guarantee you're not ever going to get in these things without going through metal detectors. The metal detector business, which remember my brother Craig, who was did some radio for us here a few years ago, he's in that business, and he's busy as can be. And business I, is booming. Yeah, business and the booming. metal detecting, metal detecting X-ray screening. Right, right. You know, it used to be just government buildings, and uh, now the IRS, you have to go through one to go to the IRS. And I, I'm telling you, it'll just be everywhere. You won't be able to get into a Circle K without going through. I'm going to call Craig. I'm going to get one in here. Yeah, I know. You can buy them. They're on eBay. I looked them up for about 2500 Of course, here we search you on the way in. If you have no coins on you, you got to leave. you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> if you got no metal, you're out of here. <laughs> Patriot Radio News Hour. It's a great day to be alive on a nice, cool day in June. We'll be back. Hey, it's Friday, and you're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, your fed-up Friday guy, part-time guy Friday. Let me come in and do this once a week. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, I'll tell you, the globalist society that we talked about, you know, is everybody going to prosper? Everybody, by merging everything, becomes one super economy. It's not working. They announced in Beijing that the iPhone 6 is banned for sale because of state-owned patent infringement. State-owned, let me read through, twix the lines for you there, the communist government, who has to be your partner in order for you to open a business in a communist nation. They take a piece of the deal. 
course, here they do it, but they call it the IRS. Has <laughs> 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 the state taxes. And, you know, a friend of mine built a home in Mexico on the beach 20 years ago. And I said, well, what's that like, man? I mean, how do you get that done? You know, and don't get every you live here and you're building your vacation home. And I said, aren't you worried about them stealing everything? He goes, no. He goes, you just bribe everybody once and they stay bribed. Unlike here, where they keep <laughs> billing you every month. <laughs> every month they, the money comes in. You know, we need this and that. And they never stop you here. But Mexico, I guess, yeah, you... You pay off the uh, guy to watch the And house. they stay paid off? They stay paid off. It's amazing. So, of course, here in America, we are never going into a recession. Okay, I've never seen ever. Now you get all the people like the Stansberry Research guys and Ron Paul going, we ain't, we're heading into the world. They, you never know. And nobody ever says, anyone of credibility, but they all, they all say, now, I, my customers lost no money during the market crash and blah, blah, blah. Up oh, blah, markets, blah. down right. markets. We right. always make money. Of course, I lost a $7 million home. <laughs> <laughs> so we're never going into a recession. We're almost never in a recession, ever. I mean, it's really hard to go, yeah, well, this is, we're in a recession. It's bad. I mean, I mean, I can really only count on the 70s. I think you heard that. But we're always recovering. You ever notice that? Oh, yeah, that's a, things are getting better. and it, they still quoting things to 08. Almost every piece of news comes out. Hey, things are better. We're in a recovery. We're always in a recovery. I, it's crazy. So, I don't know. It's I guess amazing. if you ended up in a coma, an irreversible coma, that's kind of what this economy feels like. I guess technically you could say, well, they're they're recovering. You know right. They're still in this irreversible right. coma, but I guess technically you're recovering. I think the coma store would be a great business model. You know, you're tired, you just want to, you want out. How much for two days? <laughs> <laughs> just put me out. Right. And, you know, of course, there's the coma etiquette. <laughs> Remember that Seinfeld? What do you, how long do you hang on to a guy's stuff? I mean, you know, they right. say, if you're in there. What's the rule here? Right, what's the rule? One month, you, you can get his vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Start grabbing his but stuff. Three months until you take the refrigerator. Right, yeah. So, But the coma store, I think it'd be pretty good. Come on in, take a week off. You just, you're out, you wake up. How long was I out? Eh, ten days. What I missed? You got to feel refreshed. A ten-day coma? Are you kidding me? You got to wake up like you're brand new. Hey, once again, Eric is not a licensed medical doctor, <laughs> lawyer, psychiatrist. This is a paid program and is provided for informational purposes only. <laughs> you know they got, did that just for you. You guys don't like my coma store thing. I, I don't know. I think I'm on to something. Somehow I don't think that's a good idea. Listen, I can tell you there's a lot of mothers out there, you know, with young kids that are like, hey, put, put, put little Joey, <laughs> Joey Spuckatelli in a coma for the summer. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> They would, you know, they'd have put me in at twelve. I wouldn't have got up till I was eighteen. <laughs> now get out! Get out! <laughs> that Cedarstrom kid turns eighteen today. Wake him up and get him out of here. <laughs> Talking about growing up in a world gone crazy. There's a new Finding Nemo movie out. I don't know, Finding something. You would know. You got what? What is it? You don't know. I got nothing. Wow. Yeah, your boys are growing up. Yeah, I mean. But apparently, the Finding Nemo, the fish that swims around. Okay, right. Now there's a it's a sequel, Finding Something. Pick a name. But apparently, it, it in this cartoon there's a trans 
a transsexual stingray. <laughs> That's good. Take your kids to the family and explain that to them. Are you? Know? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't even know the name of the movie. I just saw saw an article on it and I thought. That's crazy. I wonder what the stingrays feel about that. Yeah, see? That's a hate crime. <laughs> I like you talked about, you know... I'm going to say this. If any stingray kills somebody after this movie comes out, that's what I'm going to blame it on. That's right. But don't worry. That stingray will have been mentally ill. Weird deal, huh? So, then, of course, the, the usual Trump rally in Texas. Uh, protest. Trump rally. Trump protest. Right, they're not. They're no longer called Trump rallies. They're just simply referred to as Trump protests. Protests. The Mexican flags flying. Oh, yeah, think about that one for a minute. We just need to do a trade. What do you mean? They can have this country, and we'll go down there go and down start there. over again. <laughs> well, you know they had the coyotes that would sneak the people in to go to work. I wanted to start the Roadrunner business <laughs> and take the Californians there. Right, they <laughs> Great <laughs> you know, now they just rent, like, luxury buses. Yeah, and bring them up. And bring them up and just drop them off. How about that? Well, nobody's going to do anything Right, that's what it. they're saying. Come on. We'll, just, we'll drop you right off, and they'll process you, and you'll be, you'll be gone, and you'll be released in 24 hours. I found myself the other day with a calendar in my hand going, how much longer we got Obama? I mean, I had to pull it out and look. After watching his speech yesterday, which made me want to vomit. I mean, I just can't stand this. This is just the worst thing that's ever happened to this country. It's horrible where we're at today. But again, you know, I still have a hard time believing that, uh, that, that you know, this country is going to swing to a conservative angle. And, and It's not. It's not. I just, I got a hard time it believing. It really is. So. I mean, we're losing the, the gun control thing here. I mean, you see these Republicans now all, oh, yeah, we need to get rid of, uh, you know, ban them and do all this. But, I mean, it's happening. Let's be real clear on gun control, okay? Not gun control. It's gun confiscation. That's what That's it is. That's a better word. That's what That's it is. The That's the ultimate goal. It's like cigarette control. Right, you could fly, you could smoke on a flight if it was over forty-five minutes. Okay, remember that? That was the first deal. That was cigarette control. That's how they do it, man. They just turn it up one little step at a time. So ultimately, they don't want us having anything. So, Patriot Radio News Hour final segment on a Friday. Stay with us. We got one more left if you can take it. Hey, it's Steve Miller. Way to go, Ramon. Plays great music here on all your favorite hits right on the Patriot Radio News Hour. California wants to go declare an emergency for homelessness. The governor uh, declined that today. Did he decline yeah. it? Governor Brown said, nope. No. You know, Everything's great here, don't you know? You know how they want to do... Yeah, the last count they had 40,000 homeless. Now they got 115,000. So it's gone crazy. It's gone parabolic. And to pay for the program they had proposed, I didn't know it didn't pass, for anyone who makes more than a million dollars must be taxed heavily for being bad people. <laughs> to pay Listen, do you home. know how you punish the ones that are successful? That is really the business model that is America anymore, which is reward failure, punish success. Penalize success. That is how we do it here in the... Uh, well, the socialist state. Man, I hope Donald Trump gets elected. I hope that he lives up to his campaign promises. I hope we got factories running again and things made in America. Because people don't care. 
you know, again, going back to the Chinese Buick, I talked to the general manager. He goes, the old guys won't buy them. The old folks will not buy a Chinese Buick, but the young kids don't care. They don't care. They don't care. Absolutely don't care. Not, it means nothing to them. They love socialism. They have no idea what it was like to buy things of real quality. You know, that, that you knew when you were buying them that they were the best. And they grew up, get. and they, they don't want that job. Yeah, I know. That's an insult. Yeah, how terrible. How am I going to become... I'm a millennial. How am I going to become a billionaire making Chevy right. trucks? Well, you're gonna I'm going to own stuff. You're going to be a billionaire, all right, but that'll just be a week's worth of groceries. Speaking of that, how about a billion dollars? Fannie Mae. You know, that great organization allows you to buy a house now with no money down again. Is building a six hundred and seventy nine thousand square foot building. <laughs> How about that? What? Six hundred and seventy nine thousand. It's got glass, uh, stair or walkways that connect them. I mean The best of the best. Well you want to walk in there and feel you know Right, yeah, for you know you want to feel good. For subprime home loans. Seven hundred and seventy million dollars with leases, I don't know what that means. They said would be the total cost in it. Almost a almost a advice will go to a billion. For a building. Disneyland built like four or five four or five billion dollars in Shanghai. Oh at least. At least. At least. Billions. Billions. There's no inflation, don't you know? Go down to your bank and try to borrow fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a fifty thousand dollar loan, please. Uh security. Yeah. Security to to desk nine. Now, if you need a $5 million level one, please sit there. Come into my office. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go down and see Jeff. Go, Jeff's Jeff. a great guy. What do, you, what do you need? I need a loan. Well, how much, Eric? You're pretty good. I don't know. $10 million? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can get that done. You think we can do that? Well, maybe. I what would know. you like to do? I'd like to build the building. Oh, well, you're going to need more than $10 million. Yeah, oh, gosh. Yeah, so... All right. Where are we at today? A uh, quick look here at the market. Uh, the Dow is giving back yesterday's gains, uh, at least partially, down 85 points. The S&P's down 10. The NASDAQ taking it on the chin on news that uh, Apple may soon be not allowed to be selling iPhones in China. It's down 50 points. Uh, depending where you look, gold's either up $12 or down $5. Oh. Uh, so on our on allamericangold.com, you'll see that gold's up $12. I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't really matter. The gold's $1,291. Uh, they made sure it didn't close above 1300 yesterday. Uh, silver, same same deal going on with silver. I'll just give you the price, $17.37 on silver. Well, these markets halfway through the year are strong, 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 and you ain't seen nothing yet. God bless everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. Try to stay cool this weekend. I'll see you next week. We're out of here.